Hey guys. Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. This is a teen drama fan cast. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and today I was like really, really stressed out because I'm producing a show slash acting in slash wrote slash costume designing slash yeah. doing a lot of things. I went to Earl's when like my stress met a peak and I told the waitress what we were doing. And she thought it was so cool that we write a podcast for Riverdale. And I was like, <laughs> it's summer. Riverdale's not on. Right now we're watching the OC. And she's like, can I find it on Spotify or like Apple Music? And I was like, no. That's, maybe? That, no, that's not how podcasts work. Like, Just like Google us, waitress. Yeah. I mean, like you can get them on iTunes. Which is now called Apple Music. Apple Podcasts. Oh, but you, you get to have a podcast through iTunes. I just told her the name of our pod, podcast, and she was like, I made my boyfriend watch all of Riverdale. I will listen to your podcast. Awesome. So if you're listening to this waitress at Earl's. Erin, <laughs> we're 31 episodes in. She's not going to hear hear this for weeks. I'm the girl who was, like, on her phone a lot and texting and also, like, sort of crying and also <laughs> ordered, like, some rosé and some margarita pizza. Wait, just remember this. I was the one who was crying in Earl's. You're listening to my podcast now. <laughs> Great. This is who I am. I cry at Earl's. I talk about TV shows. <laughs> I'm winning at life. Yeah. Yep. All right. Great. Good. Good job, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. I don't know. I don't know if we want to go and go uh, <laughs> go unpack that anymore. How about we just get into the show? Perfect. Let's, let's talk about. Let's go fast. Yeah. This episode of the OC. All right, it's episode uh, fifteen, the third wheel. The third wheel. I like the title of this episode yet again because you're like, who is it referring to? It could refer to so many people. Every it's it's everyone. Everyone is the thir- mostly it's Summer, Bolivar, and Haley, but it's also sort of everyone. <laughs> everyone. Uh, so the uh, the episode opens up and Haley Haley's there. She and has she, she has continued. Yep, she is she, the worst. She's listening to music on her headphones. Which is, like, I get the conceit. It's very clever. But it's also bonkers because she's in this kitchen by herself. It's, and it's, I don't know about you, but when I'm by myself, I'm just like, hmm, hello, music speaker. Well, it doesn't fit with the rest of her character. She should be just playing her music She everywhere. should be blasting it. Like, it is yeah. the morning. She should be blasting it. Because what we see is a sequence of where she has ruined everyone's morning. She has, she's taken Sandy's bagels she's taking ryan's paper she's she's taking all the no, no, things no 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 she's taking ryan's orange juice yes seth's paper seth's paper and kirsten's robe which is weird because that's because where was kirsten's robe yeah, how did she get that did she sneak into the room in the middle of the night it was like this is mine now like how soft and fluffy this is yeah she just I don't know. She does love robes, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. But the point is that, that Haley is just, just the, worst. the worst. She's a bad house guest. Yeah. However, everyone's, like, real upset that she ate the last bagel. And I'm like... No, Sandy's upset that she ate the last bagel. I just feel like they're, they're also all vaguely on the side. And I'm like, you guys knew there was one bagel. 
I, <laughs> a bagel's not a thing where, like, there could be lots in this bag. I mean, I, I, I was looking at Haley's plate. She might have multiple bagels on there. <laughs> that She... <laughs> She loves the bagels. Well, and, and like, like to be fair, what it could have been is that they're like, all right, there's one bagel left. We're going to go out tomorrow. Get it. Like, it's, it's, it's nighttime, That's Aaron. True. That's true. That's true. I think we saw later, Sandy likes his, his late night bagel snacks. Maybe he ate the last bagel and he was like, yes, there will be one left for me tomorrow. Yeah. And then our housekeeper will come with more bagels because she knows that that's how it should be. They... I'm pretty sure they don't have a housekeeper who brings them bagels. <laughs> they do have a housekeeper, though. Yeah, but they pick up their own. Ba- they pick up their own groceries. We see that repeatedly. I don't know. Maybe the housekeeper generally brings a bagel. Who knows? I, Aaron, I don't think it's unreasonable to imagine that when you go to bed, that there's a bagel. That when you, you wake up, there'll be a bagel. That's, also, that's there might be two bagels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So everyone's upset. Also, in the scene, we learn that um, Haley cannot make coffee by herself. She needs needs Kirsten to make the coffee. Yeah. Now, Kevin, have you ever made coffee? <laughs> I don't drink coffee. The way the coffee works is you have the coffee. Yeah. Usually, especially in 2003, it is pre-ground coffee. Yeah. Maybe you have to grind it. Yeah. But if our father, who cannot do any technology, <laughs> has learned how to grind coffee, that can't be a hard job. So you take the coffee... You put it in the filter. Yeah. You put the filter in the hole. Then you pull, pour water over it. Then you press go. Yeah, but Aaron, has there ever been something that you that like you wanted? You don't know how it's made, and so you and you can't figure it out. So you just like ask. And when someone says, "Oh no, it's super easy," and then they show you, and it is easy. But before that, you didn't know how to make it. So, do you think that um, Haley has been here for like two weeks? Aaron, I think every and t- Kirsten has not bothered to explain it to her. She has just huffed. Like, how dare you not know how to make coffee? No, no. I think every single time Haley woke up, coffee's been made. Because like, what Haley says, we're you're out of coffee. Haley is like 27, though. How do you make it to 27 as a human being who drinks coffee and not know how to make coffee? Aaron, so there's people who don't who don't know how to make grilled cheese. Grilled cheese is very very easy, but if you don't know how to make it, I can understand being like. Hey, could you make a grilled cheese? Like, well, but just it, butter and then you put cheese. If and you're you... a human who wants to make grilled cheese in your home, I'm... do you only eat grilled cheese in restaurants? I know, I'm willing to believe believe that Haley has never had to make her own coffee. She's just she's too old for this. This entire episode was me being like, "How old is Haley?" That's also a good question. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, um, so we also this uh, this episode's kind of, kind of all tonight because in, in a way Seth is also a third wheel. Seth really wants Seth and Ryan time. He wants some Seth and Ryan quality time. But Ryan can't do it because <laughs> first he needs to hang out with Marissa. He needs to hang out with Marissa, or Haley's always somewhere. And Seth just he wants some advice. Or Ryan needs to be a superhero. Who knows? But either way, they, Seth they, they probably, like, you know, they probably haven't been out like you know, sol- like fighting crime together in quite a long time. Because Ryan just has to solve the problems by himself. He has no room for a sidekick. <laughs> the sidekick just gets kidnapped all the time. <laughs> Seth is one to get kidnapped all the time. It's true. Uh, However, Ryan is also like super whipped by his girlfriend. Like when Marissa comes in, she magnetizes to him. Like she, yes. Like like she walks in, and her boyfriend and his be- adopted brother, best mm-hmm. friend, are having a talk, and her first instinct is to come between them and like fuse with Ryan. 
And she's like a symbiotic parasite. <laughs> and then look at Seth and be like, hi, Seth. How's it going? Seth's I'm like, here. I'm... And Seth's like, yeah, yeah. no, Yeah, no doubt. You're currently inside Ryan. Great. You have crawled in his mouth and made him into a flesh suit for yourself. And all Seth wants is for someone, anyone, literally <laughs> anyone, to tell him how to tell Summer that he has chosen to date Anna. <laughs> that... He just wants, like, one person in his world to give him, like, a vague facsimile of advice. <laughs> just anyone. 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 <sighs> so apparently, despite Marissa's, you know overwhelming urge to fuse with Ryan mm. in a very Dragon Ball Z style fusion dance. Mm. She's worried that they're going to be one of those couples that's too close. They can't do anything with anyone else. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, Marissa. Which is funny because that's a similar thing to what like Kirsten and Sandy went through last episode. It says she figured out, no, nah, we it's don't okay. care. Yeah, we it's don't fine. care. We do have our own lives. Yeah. They're just like smaller own lives. And the, the thing is that like, you know, Ryan does have his own life. He does. Seth would gladly hang out with him at any time. Yeah. And and Marissa does have her own life. It's just kind of a... She just doesn't <laughs> like it? I don't know. I guess. Meanwhile, we also have a very small scene between Anna and Summer where Seth is just like real awkward. Oh, and Anna's also pretty awkward. And the makeup in this scene so- and the costuming... <laughs> Is super 2004. Like, Summer's lipstick is the same color as her skin, except that it's sort of shiny. I'm not, I'm not crazy. It does look like Anna headbutted her makeup kit, right? Yes. Okay. And she is, in fact, wearing a long sleeve shirt, a t-shirt, a scarf, and a hat. Well, you know, you gotta layer it. Because it's summer in the OC. I was mostly distracted by, like, the eyeshadow. Her eyeshadow. Okay, so typically the show is, like, weird eyeshadow colors. The same color as the shirt. No. Her shirt was yellow. Her eyeshadow was blue. Yeah. As I said. Yeah. She headbutted something. They did it bad. But the the big part of that scene is that Seth and Anna both don't really know how to tell Summer that they're dating. So they're just not going to do anything. (laughs) Yeah. So they're going to have, like, cutesy moments, and then as soon as Summer comes by, they're like... (laughs) To be fair, like, this is a stark difference from how things were in the last episode Mm -hmm. by the fact that that Seth, Anna, and Summer are are even able to be in the same room together. Yes. Yeah, they've really moved to a new step. And, like, this actually is a very, very realistic teenage subplot. It's dumb. And if you're a grown-up, you're like, okay, teenagers, calm the F down. Well, what I want to say, say is that, like, what I appreciate about Seth as a character mm-hmm. in the parts I've seen him in is that he is the most teenager character I've seen on yeah. a teenage drama that I have watched or seen segments of. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Ryan and Marissa are dealing with some pretty heavy things. Yeah. Seth is just like, I like a girl, but also I like a different girl. And also I'm pretty dumb. But and I'm very them, heartfelt. Both of them sort of like me. Also, I'm good at goofs. And sometimes people think my goofs are serious. Well, I like that later on, he's, um, he, he's, when he's, this is, the, his entire thing is he's trying to figure out what to tell Summer. But later on, he's, mm. he, uh, he's like, I'm going to tell her. But he does the, he does a thing that I, I feel like I've done and everybody who's been a teenager has done, where you overthink how to do it. Yes, and yeah. he just wants to make it perfect. And I'm like, like this is this is perfect. This is this is what a teenager mm-hmm. does. It's so dumb and it's so frustrating because you're a grown up watching this, being like, oh, I remember that. Yep. Yep. So meanwhile, Jimmy Cooper is having some angst 
because he started a company out of university, so he's only had one job. Yeah. It's like, Jimmy, that's actually not something to not be proud of. You worked somewhere from, like, 1992 until 2004. That's good. I think the problem... He has no references. Well, also the problem is that that business went under because its founder embezzled from the company. I guess. And that founder is Jimmy. But the way he's playing it is just like, I've only had one job. I thought the, um... I have one thing on my resume is because he's not putting on his other thing. Oh, so he only has one thing other than his one job. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I thought oh, it was. Okay. Uh, well, because well, are you going to put on your resume the company that you embezzled from? Like, I think you could pick and choose. <laughs> is this here that you stopped working this at like a year ago? You weren't. No, no, no. Nothing happened in those last nothing few months. Nothing with nothing. me. Nothing. I just decided to stop. I heard some disasters happened, but I wasn't there anymore. Now, now someone else. His name was Simi. Simi Hooper. Simi seems like a real name, Kevin. Yep, Simi Hooper. Great. Terrible. Terrible. So, Sandy is trying to help Jimmy. It's going okay. Yeah, Sandy's helping Jimmy with his resume. <laughs> and then um, Kirsten and Haley come home. Kirsten has some, some shopping bags, and Haley is... Wearing a yarn thing. Because she never... Leaves the house, so Kristen took her. Great. She's yep. Uh, and Haley and Jimmy connect over just how terrible their lives are. So that's good. That's yeah, that's good. And this is one of those moments where I was like, "Wait, what? How old is she?" We we figure out near the end that, that she's ten she, years she, younger. Than well, that? she was eight when Jimmy went to college, so about ten years. I would yes. say. Yeah. It, I don't. I don't know. Oh, we also learned that Jimmy is hated by everyone because he corrupted all their money, and Haley screwed up because she was found with a pound of hash. Yeah. And I'm not convinced. I know what hash is. I think it's just marijuana. Uh, it's a form of marijuana hashish. It's a whole thing. And I think the ever- reason they've chosen that is because hash sounds like scary, but not. That's scary. In um in Trailer so you... Park Boys, there's an entire season where they um where they hide hash as a driveway. I, I feel like it's a solid form of like marijuana. Yeah. It's a, but it is it is a form of marijuana. But I think the reason they chose hash is because they're like, Haley's a bad girl. Yeah. You'll recognize this phrase, but not that bad. Well, well she's they, not doing the cocaine. Yeah, they didn't want to go super hard into cocaine, but they she's didn't want to be a smuggling the drugs. Yeah. But I mean, she has, and they couldn't be like, she has the marijuana. Because even 2004, people were like, okay. Yeah. So they wanted to, like, let's balance it out a little bit. Hash. I do like, the, I know, I would like the image if she was just like, well, you weren't arrested going over the border with a, with just a whole bunch of PCP. And, and Jimmy's being like, oh. Oh, oh no. That's Angel a hard dust. drug. Angel dust. Uh oh. That's, that's why people into vampires. Meth? Meth is bad. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be crazy if it just came out Haley was like, well, I sold a lot of meth for a while. Hey, whatever, whatever happened to those criminals that, that know where Haley live? I assume they're criminals because they, she owes uh, money to them. And they seem... um, Ryan, like, vaguely referenced them at one point. That's why she can't leave the house because the criminals, they'll they, find her. <laughs> really? But they know where she lives. It seems like leaving the house would be the best thing to do. It does seem like an ill-thought-out plan, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All they do is go to the house. 
So meanwhile, all Sandy and Kirsten want is for Haley to leave the house. This is all like framed in Kirsten having shopping bags. And there are also some bagels. Well, yeah, she bought bagels because they're out of bagels. I don't believe she does the shopping. I really feel like the homekeeper keeps that. <laughs> I We've seen them shop before. Yes, and they only bought, like, boxes of cereal. And even this episode, it was, like, bag of flowers. And by flowers, I mean, like, blooms of flowers, not the thing used for baking. Also some bagels. Also some cereal. And some milk. <laughs> well, no, no, there's a later scene where they get garden stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. This this scene is all... I don't know why you're so against the fact that these people do their own shopping. I just don't believe it. I think Kristen's like, I have seen people eat these things. Because she doesn't cook. She doesn't cook for their family. No, but Sandy, I think, cooks. Oh, I see. I feel like Sandy is someone who knows how to cook. All right. <laughs> you're so against it. No, no. <laughs> Look at my next note, which says Kiki's bra loves the camera. <laughs> I don't... I, I don't know that. what that means either. <laughs> Do I just move on to the next scene? Yes. Luke got his tires slashed by homophobes. I also wrote that. <laughs> and, and, and I started this episode by being like, you know what I miss? I wrote it, I wrote it down. I miss Luke? Yeah, I miss Luke. And then he, then he came back and I'm like, oh, good. And Luke does not disappoint. I, in fact, wrote someone's... Sl- Someone slashes Luke's tires because of homophobes, but the same thing. The homophobes, they hate Luke. Well, they slash the tire because of homophobia, not because of homophobia. Oh, man, I hate them homophobes. I'm going to slash this, these and tires. And Luke's like, I should fix these. And Ryan's like, or maybe you should come to my house and we'll fix them later? Yeah. Because I guess he wants to save Luke the embarrassment? Um, I, there, the, it, there is something that's fine. It's essentially like... Ryan is like, we should be cool. Let's leave. And Luke's like, I like coolness. (laughs) We'll pretend like we didn't even realize. We were just going to go somewhere else. I think they're they're very much. (laughs) I don't think that's the case. I don't know. But but essentially, like, Luke does a little bit of, um, of, of like, self-referential things where he's kind of like, like, so this this is pretty much his revenge on how terrible I've been, right? And And Ryan's been like. Yeah, pretty "Mm -hmm." much. Let's go to my house. <laughs> Ryan says yes. I know. <laughs> and then, then because Luke is – Ryan is Luke's best friend, and as Luke, it has been since episode four. Yes, and Luke is Ryan's Problem. <laughs> oh, we went different ways. <laughs> They're like, let's go hang out. And then they go and hang out. And which... then Seth is very upset because it was supposed to be Seth Ryan time, not Seth Luke Ryan Now it's Seth Ryan and Luke. But like Seth – Seth knows how it feels to be on the receiving end of hate you don't deserve. So he's like, all right, I guess I'm here. <laughs> all right, Luke, let's... Uh... Luke is very annoying playing video games. Yeah, yeah, he shouts at his sports games. He sure does. <laughs> much like how, much like how um, uh, what's her name, Rachel shouts at sports. Exactly. Yeah. Meanwhile, Marissa is at Oliver's house. Yeah, for some reason, Marissa's hanging out with Bolivar. Because some... Natalie was supposed to be there? I don't know. She says she's like, Oliver ordered too much food. Natalie was supposed to be here. And, and, they, were, <laughs> and they were supposed to, like, and, like, they, they met at the therapist. 
I office don't as know. usual, and then he was like, "Come over." Like Ryan Oliver is only likes flimsy plans. Ryan is so perplexed by this, and then Oliver's like, "Yeah, why did you invite Ryan over?" Which I don't imagine happened. I imagine, no. imagine, um, Marissa was like, "Oh man, Ryan never eats some of this stuff," and Oliver was like, "Oh, Ryan, she's like, you know, what? I should invite him over." And we Bolivar's have so like, much food, and Oliver was like, "We do have a lot." Of food. <laughs> and then she phoned him. However, did you notice she phoned him in the main house? Yeah. Do you think she phoned the pool house first and he did not answer, so she phoned the main house? I think that whatever phone she phones <laughs> is the, is the phone right phone. By. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not entirely sure if the pool house has its own phone it line. It seems like it does, but who knows? I don't know. She, she doesn't, like, she, Ryan seems like, yes, she just assumes he'll go. And he does not like this, so he invites over Seth and Luke, so, <laughs> which is the best revenge. And so it becomes this. <laughs> this is the weirdest collection of things ever. So it's Marissa, her boyfriend, her ex, and Bolivar. And for some reason, Luke Seth. is not upset by this. And Seth is also there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Luke. I don't know what's going on with Luke. Luke has been, like, replaced <laughs> with an awesome duplicate. Because now he's just a guy who's, like, who's, like. So he's had random jock things. He was like, yeah, girls in in, uh, in, uh, in France don't shave their pits. They're like, you went surfing? All Luke wants is a best friend. And he has found that in Ryan. So he cannot jeopardize it. And also, I think he thinks he found it in Seth. <laughs> yes. Because he hangs out with Seth so <laughs> this much. This entire episode. R- Luke has disappeared for about, like, I want to say two episodes. Maybe and he's, even four. And he's come back as a roaring success. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, at Oliver's, Bolivers, mm-hmm. Bolivar gets really, really smug about couscous. Oh, my God. He gets he's smug like, about everything. Marissa, don't you love that couscous? And she's like, Yeah. Ryan and Ryan's like, no, the couscous is good. And he's like, that's not couscous. And I'm like, calm down, you guys. I am like a suburban white girl from Canada. And I for sure was eating couscous <laughs> before 2004. This is not special. Calm down, Bolivar. Well, I, I, th- I think the thing is supposed to be that like, oh, Ryan didn't even know what couscous was. I'm, but you know what? Couscous is a grain. So I bet whatever the F Ryan was eating, <laughs> there was couscous was on couscous that plate. In it. Well, also, then they started talking about like, Paris and you know this oh, yeah. that, and, then, and Ryan is like I would love to go to the Louvre and Bolivar's like ha, ha, ha. Bo- Bolivar's too cool for the Louvre now granted I have not been to the Louvre because I tried to go with my friends and the line was really long so we just like wandered for seven hours but it's not the same as being too cool for the well, Louvre his entire thing and I actually have been to Louvre and it's it's a mu- it's a very it's very a big museum, museum. yeah um, he's like Oh no! Don't go to the Louvre. The Mona Lisa is the size of a po- the size of a postcard. I'm like, there's other stuff yeah. at the Louvre. It's a real big museum. You you hipster moron! It's a museum that is so big you cannot do it in one day. No, instead you should go to the Rodin Museum. I'm like, oh shut up! I cannot believe he did not refute. Uh, reference the Musée du Orsay, which is the one museum I did do in Paris during my three days there when I was there by myself, <laughs> which is like the second coolest museum it's in Paris. F- <laughs> well, see, that's how cool he is. He's even the second coolest. He goes down to the Rodin Museum. I went there by myself. 
all of these moms and their daughters were like, oh my God, look at this girl by herself. We thought she was French, but then we talked to her and she spoke with a Canadian accent. <laughs> so sorry, Bolivar, you're doing Paris wrong. And even like, well, I but like, Oliver. who cares? You go where you want in Paris. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's oh god, it's just like it's so weird to be a hipster Louvre guy. Like Kevin, we went to the British Museum, which yeah. is like the cool or like the most typical museum in London. Museums are awesome. We loved it. <laughs> yeah, we saw some clocks. We had some lamb. You know, sometimes there's a reason something's the most popular because it has good stuff. It's good. Calm down, Bolivar. <sighs> Yeah. The- also, the reason this came up because his parents are in Paris. Yeah, there's something. Oh, and someone wanted Ryan to go somewhere that was heights, and Marissa knows that Ryan is afraid of heights. Oh no, they talk about they talk about um skiing, and Seth oh, says yeah. Seth says if you can get him onto the chair. And Marissa should have been like, oh no, we don't right because he's like, oh my parents prefer Switzerland to France. Yeah, the skiing. <laughs> yeah, because that makes Luke go, oh man. You snowboard in Switzerland? What face I was Swissler? <laughs> and then Baldur's like, oh, my parents have a place in Big Bear. We'll all go there. Yeah. And then that's where I've been like, hmm, I don't believe in skiing. I'm just going to drink some wine and read my book in the lounge. You guys can meet me in the hot tub. But Ryan's just like, <laughs> that's your kid. It's your, it's your reaction. You're not even in the scene. I like the image of you're fighting with your TV. I was so mad. There was better things to do in Big Bear. With a book and a hot tub and some wine. Oh, some people like to snowboard and ski. But other people don't, and no one should judge them, Bolivar. Do not judge Ryan. <laughs> I think that's one thing that he doesn't actually judge him about. He's you just can trying, do what you He's just want. trying to be friends with Luke. <laughs> okay, the crux of this entire nonsense scene is that essentially there's a band called Rooney that majority was, of them like. And it was on the radio. Uh, I think, I think uh, yeah, it was, it was on the system. Something. And Bolivar said it was sold out, but he can get them into the concert. Yeah, he, know, he, he sure, knows the manager. He for sure is only inviting like Marissa and maybe Ryan, but everyone else is like, yes, we're there. Yep. So everyone's going. They're gonna go. They're gonna go to two Rooney's concerts. Great. Uh, so day two at the house. Yep. Seth has a bathrobe. Well, it's, this is the scene we're talking about where like Seth is like trying to figure out how to tell Summer. He wants to blackberry her, and which is hilarious. This is the purest form of a teenager. This is the yes. purest like. He, he knows what to do, but now he's freaking himself out over how to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Haley is bullying Ryan so much. I know. Haley, Haley has an attitude this episode. Like, before everything goes, like, everyone, some people start piling on Haley a lot more in this episode. She's got a lot of attitude. And she's bullying a child. I think she thinks Ryan is too hot and he's living in her pool house. <laughs> so she either needs to sleep with him or get rid of him. Uh. It's not good. It's a bad choice. <laughs> also... Haley thinks it's, like, super amazing they can get into Rooney because it's sold out. And can I just say, nothing is ever sold out. If you have enough money, you can always get tickets to something. <laughs> and this Rooney concert is, like, in a back room at a bar. It, yeah, it's true. It's, it seems like it's... It's not cool. It's not in a stadium. It's not a thing. Well, it's, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's a bar concert. Yeah. So it's weird saying it's sold out. Because you for sure, like... Nothing is ever sold out. But but Haley's impressed, and then she bullies Ryan about Bolivar and his 
girlfriend. And then she bounces off. And there's and then we just get we cut outside to where Sandy and Kirsten are moving gardening stuff. And it's just more you need to talk to Yes, they're very upset. Haley has stolen Kirsten's robe, which like how? Uh-huh. And Haley has filled up their TiVo yeah. with dumb TV shows. Yeah. Which again, just delete the dumb TV shows. But I mean, but then Haley will get upset because there's because all her dumb TV shows are gone. That's true. And you know what? TiVo, TiVo in 2004, I feel like probably has like zero capability to save. Yeah, probably not a lot of space on it. So anyway, they need to like deal with this. Also, Kristen and Sandy are like vaguely concerned their kids are going to the concert, but not that concerned. It's, yeah, it's it's very much lip service. This episode is this weird thing where like there are not that many problems this episode, but they get just it's it's like they only planned the end of it, and the beginning yes. is just them like stalling for it because it's always Seth being like, "How am I going to tell Summer? How am I going to tell Summer?" And then it's over to Sandy and Kirsten like, "How am I going to talk to Haley? How am I going to talk to Haley?" And it just repeats. Yes. Let's save some time. She'll be concer- concerned about her son. No, he's good. Fast forward. Yeah. Um. So, Ryan, we have like a really short, cute scene where Riley gets Ryan gets a Rooney education. Yeah. And we also learn that he's like vaguely jealous of Oliver, but not that jealous. He just wants more <laughs> details about Oliver. Yeah, he just wants to know more about him. He also does not believe that Natalie will be at this concert, which Marissa swears she will be. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, Kevin, is Natalie at this concert? I, I am still unsure if she's real. Does Oliver, like, acknowledge that she's not there? Yeah. But, like, vaguely. Vaguely. I mean, vaguely. He, ex- <laughs> he, ex- he explains it. But, like... In, 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 a, in a very... We'll talk about that when it comes up. Exactly. Does it come up? No. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, Marissa tries to essentially ease Ryan's mind with making out. Yeah. Which is the only way she really knows how to deal with. And then Sandy is vaguely problems. concerned about the concert. He asks if um, anyone will be doing drugs. Well, he... he well, we he's clear. Asks, he likes Rooney. And he likes he the band. if um, anyone named Seth will be doing any drugs. But Seth, no. Nah, he's... Because he's got a date. He's got to deal with his girls. It's going to be a date. It's going to be his and Anna's first date. Yay. Which means just more and more people are coming to this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this one thing was, which I assume Bolivar was like, me and Marissa. <laughs> and then people just kept like joining the list. <laughs> uh, <sighs> yeah, essentially he's like, like, no, nah, it's a day with Anna. He's got on like a nice dress shirt and a skinny tie and a, some sort of jacket. Real good. Yeah, now he's right, ready for his date. And they get to the bar. And Bolivar is not on the list. <laughs> Did you say Bolivar or Oliver? I've never heard Which of are... either of these people. <laughs> look, look at Bolivar Trask. He doesn't like the X-Men. He doesn't like mutants. Hilarious. He fights with Sentinels. Hilariously, Luke is behind all of this, and all he sees in the lineup is freaks. But he loves them. He loves the freaks. He loves them. Also, so Anna good. is dressed up as a pink lady. Yes, very much so. She didn't know which way to a concert, so she Googled famous concerts and... <laughs> Somehow we got, she got a shot from Grease? Grease came up. It was like a screenshot from someone who had went to go see Grease the musical, and she was oh, like, aha! Oh man, I'll be Rizzo! Perfect. So, hilariously, Summer also comes to this concert because Marissa invited her, well, I guess. Well, because it's a party. No, everyone has to go. Never clear. Never, Never clear if Marissa invites her. Yeah, no one actually clarifies why she's No one why acknowledges she's why she's there. But she's there. <laughs> so 
So it turns out, Bolivar said, come to the back door where he is. Yeah. And then the band is like, hey, Bolivar. Yeah, there's there's so much weird stuff about Bolivar. There's so much weird stuff over the fact that this this person does so many things that I would be be like sketchy, sketchy, red flag, red flag. But they all sort of work Follow out. Follow through. Yeah, because cause I'm like like oh, is he making some sort of lie about yeah. knowing the way through? No, he knows them. Yeah, he knows how to get through. But why didn't he say anyone? No, don't stand in the line. Yeah, because he definitely didn't. He definitely didn't. Because because they try to call him. Cause it's, it's, and he does not pick up. It's this weird, like, wrap-up. Like, like, they're trying to be like, oh, Bolivar's up to something. No, never mind. Like, when they go to the party and Anna's like, who? But then, later, he, but then later he's also still living in the penthouse. Yeah, it's just sketchy AF. <laughs> it's like he's out of time. It's like, he, it's like he is fluctuating between realities and we are seeing which current reality he is in. Maybe he's the time traveler's wife. <laughs> not the time traveler the time traveler's wife he is the book yes i stand by that <sighs> yeah bolivar meets him out back um hey this carries along with the same thing i was just saying his natalie story has so many holes in it but however because we just like oh we had a fight she's not coming long distance is hard i'm like how did you have a fight and she's not coming and long distance is hard because what does that mean she's already there somewhere yeah, and she's just decided not to come to the concert because she's angry about long distance like you should have known before today if she was not coming to san francisco where is she LA. where does she go to school who is she you said long distance there's a lot of schools in california which school is she at <laughs> and they're all just like yeah no it seems fine like, I assume Ryan, who's like, oh. no, guys, let's talk about this. No, I got Marissa. Like, okay, argument wise, we live in Calgary. There is a university, two universities here. I always forget about Mount Royal. Mm. Um, there is a University of Alberta, so you could have a girlfriend, boyfriend who goes to University of Alberta. Then you'd be like, we had a fight. She's not driving the three hours. But why wouldn't you say she's not driving the three hours? Like, give more details. Yeah, I have no idea where she she's is. She's at U of A. Our relationship is complicated. I don't know. Frig. So, Aaron. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking tonight? Um, tonight, I am drinking a Bud Light Rattler. It is the Pumplemousse flavor, because grapefruit is the only flavor of Rattler. Yeah, to be clear, Rattler is a thing. It's yes, not. It is. It's not. It's a, it's a type of drink. It's yes. not just a name that they gave it. It is like a grapefruit beer that is low alcohol content. Okay. This came from our parents' house, because this one time I texted Dad, and I was like, Hey, Dad, blah, 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 something about alcohol for a play I'm in. And he was like, I have Rattler. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, Come over to my house and you can have some. And I was like, I mean, yes, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I want an alcohol for my play, but yes, I will have this Rattler. Perfect. <laughs> oh, no. And you just spilled it all over your... All over my notebook. Luckily, it's the opposite page, but I may want to refer to these notes. <laughs> I wonder if there's a paper towel. Good problem solved. Yes, luckily I finished that page. The best thing about Rattler is it's like 2% alcohol. Yeah. So you think you have a drink, but you don't have a drink. I mean, very clearly, you do have a drink. 
Let's be clear. You drink enough. <laughs> you drink enough flows, and it stacks up. You have a beverage, but <laughs> so um, this is delicious. It is slightly more tart than most Rattlers are. Like if you're a big fan of the Stiegel Rattler, I would not recommend the Bud Light. It would be too tart for your sense. Also, I think it's like four percent alcohol, and the Stiegel is like two. Um, it's very good with gin. Oh no, this is also two percent. Never mind. I don't have gin tonight. I have a podcast record. Thank you very much. All right, good. Kevin, would you like some Rattler? No, I think I think your book took enough of it. I think you want to you want to keep the rest for yourself. Unfortunate. So we sort of skipped over this this earlier, but Haley and Jimmy essentially planned that they're uh, they're going to go out. That's why yeah. that's why um uh, Kirsten and Sandy were so excited for that night because kids are off at the. Uh, the kids and then the double kids, which are Haley and Jimmy, they get to go out. Yeah. Except for no, Haley and Jimmy decide to stay in because the Golden Girls are on. They're having a marathon and they're going to play some board games. Yeah, because Jimmy's playing Operation by himself. And people like to watch the Golden Girls. <laughs> All right, fast yeah. forward this-ish. Yeah. We learn that Luke is bad at the guitar. <laughs> so Luke is excited about the guitar. And then we learn he, he plays his own music. Which is bad, and and let me assure you, you ask yourself, hey, was someone going to stop him? No, no. No one stops him. <laughs> you just let him play, and it's so heartwarming. I could never love Luke more. It would be like, Bob Burns actually gives him guitar, he's like, all right, play something. Luke starts playing, and it's like, not great. And <laughs> Bolver turns around and leaves. Luke is not he, he is he's, not put off. Keep he going. keeps going. And you hear his song throughout the rest of the scene. And every time it cuts him and he's like, yeah. And I'm like, Luke, how? Keep doing it. We love you. Luke, what have you done? How could you do this to me? How could you make me love you so much? Why are you so good? <laughs> You're such a jerk, but how? <laughs> uh, so once again, Seth and Anna want to tell Summer. Seth can't tell Seth, Summer. And Seth has to do it. I guess Anna can't do no, it. No, Seth wants to do it. Because Anna does say, say, I should tell her. And Seth's like, no, 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 I need to tell her. But I need to figure out how to do it. Meanwhile, side plot, Bolivar wants the drugs. Does he say blow? I don't think yet in this scene. Essentially, this one you see him, he's freaking out on a phone. And he's like, you can't come here. I need someone to come here. Someone needs to come here. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't care who it is. Send him over with it. Yeah. And I think at some point he might say blow. But he might. I, I don't know. It's vague. It's, he, he says it very rushed. He's very panicked. He's I very I assume drugs because I could not imagine the show going any harsher than that. And like what? I mean, I guess it could be prostitutes. Yeah. Like, what other direction could this I, go? I was, I was, I, yeah, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. It's drugs. Yeah. Um. So then we have another thing where I'm like, how old is Haley? And the TV show is like, she's 10 years younger than Jimmy. And I'm like, cool. Thanks, TV show. Um, Thanks for those details. Just very quickly, you know this better than me. They, we do have a quick scene in the club, but nothing really important happens in that mm-hmm. scene. Is that the Holt set he's playing? Or it sounds like the Holt Steady. It sounds like the Holt Steady. I didn't listen close enough to be 100% sure because they also have some – I know most of their B-sides, but I don't know all of them. And this is early enough that it could be like a B-side from um, like Separation – no, I know Separation Sunday um, almost killed me. It could be a B-side from Almost almost Killed Me that I don't quite know. Anyway, that's something I wanted to ask. It was very – yeah. No no joke there. Legitimate question. I want to know if that was that. Hey, guys. The Holt Steady. 
in the OC, tweet <laughs> us. Thanks. Uh, so, you know, the, the adults are playing Connect Four, and Haley is physically incapable of being nice to Kirsten. I know. Is she drunk? She can only sass her. Like, like they're, they're all getting along, and it's kind of nice, and then, Kurt, then, like, you know, talking, and then, Kurt, then uh, Haley's essentially like, yeah, you sold out to dad, and you're... Rah, rah, rah. And Kirsten's like, okay. Why? why? <laughs> and then it's like, I gotta get up early tomorrow, because I gotta do a and showing, and, and Haley's like, I don't like this propagation of all these houses in this place, and you're doing evil things, and Sandy's like, you live in this house! Yeah, Sandy's finally like, hey... No. You profit off of this stuff. Do you have a job? You do not have a job. It's, Where do you get your dollars from? Your father? Simmer your ass down. Yeah. At least Kirsten does work. It's super inf- it's super infuriating to be the kind of the kind of character she is. And would do good thing the series is down on it. Mm-hmm. Um because like is she's because her entire thing is that like, yeah, no, I'm a free spirit, and I'm and I don't care what our what a mom and what not mom, what my sister or my dad do. However, I really need some money because I'm getting on some hard times. Because you give me some money, I don't like what you do. I hate you. Please give me money. And it's like she's like, I only want Sandy's money. And Sandy's like, nope. <laughs> so yeah, Sandy yeah. gives Sandy tells Haley what's up. What is up? And Haley. Doesn't like it. Doesn't like it. Does not like it. <laughs> Understandably, that. does not like it. So meanwhile, we learn that over in the OC, everyone loves the Golden Girls. Because Summer starts singing the Golden Girls, which makes Anna sing the Golden Girls with her. I'm just going to say, like, I have nostalgia for old TV shows. Yeah. But even in, because I'm approximately the same age as these girls. Yeah. At that age, if I was going to sing, like, a TV show theme song. Yeah. Maybe friends. I Ain't think, no one singing the Golden Girls. Well, I, I think it's because. Well, as Summer Summer said, there's a Golden Girls marathon going on that week. She yeah. probably she probably was watching it right before she. There's a went lot the of marathons. But she, CSI but, is probably also on. Also, Bar Rescue. Like <laughs> this is a long weekend. I'm sure there's a lot of marathons on. Yeah, but she specifically likes Golden Girls. Apparently, it's just weird that Summer likes Golden Girls. Anna likes Golden Girls. Also, Haley and Jimmy like Golden Girls. That's too many people. Jimmy does not like Golden Girls. Jimmy remembers that Haley likes Golden Girls. Too many people. (laughs) It's it's a weird... Here's my feeling on it. It's a weird connection that doesn't expand any further. Like, if if they just kept on referencing Golden Girls, and, like, by the end of the episode, turns out everyone loves Golden Girls, and it's it's just, like, a funny kind of in-joke. But no, it's like, okay, Haley's got her Golden Girls thing. And then Summer also, Summer and Anna both bond over the fact that they love Golden Girls. Yeah. Which is fine. That's the entire point. It's like, if you, if you like something that's not very, very popular. Totally. Then when you meet someone else who, who does like it, you're like, oh my god, let's talk about this. But it's too much with the Haley component. It, it should have been, I, I think it should have been more. I think yes. you should, I think you should have had Seth singing it. You should have had yeah. Sandy singing it. Yeah, you should more have had Luke singing or it. Or less. Can you imagine if when Luke played the guitar, he's like, "Well, I don't know very much, but I know this one. Thank you for being a friend." <laughs> that would have been amazing. And that's why she starts singing in the bathroom. So good. Like, it would have been great if just slowly every single person just kept on referencing Golden Girls. Like, like that's my problem. It did not go far enough to be a reference. Yeah. It should have gone less far. Or further. Yes, exactly. Guys, maybe I'm wrong, though. Like, <laughs> girls who listen to this podcast are the same age as me. 
is this a thing that I've just missed? What, Golden Girls? Yeah. I mean, I, I know what they are, but, like, did everyone else my age love them and I just didn't? Um... I mean that that might be it. I, I I think what really it is that that the entire point is is not that popular. But both um, Anna and Summer like it. It's like if yeah, if one of them like these days, someone brings up like Walking Dead, you'd be like, oh cool, you like Walking Dead. I also like Walking Dead. But if but someone it, was like Scrubs, yeah, because I know or Scrubs is popular, like, but it's still old. Not even Scrubs, like. I really like World War Z. And you're like, yes, that's the bad zombie TV show. I also like the no, bad no, zombie TV no, show. No, wait, you mean, um, not World, World War Z. Z. Or sorry, not Z, Z Nation. Z Nation. Yeah. We're saying Z Nation because it's American, but it's Z Nation. We all know it. Yeah, yeah. But, like, um, it makes sense if you're like, Z yeah. Nation. Yeah, they're like, oh, man, you like, yeah, because it's, yes. not, it's not something if you go anywhere. It's not the popular those. one. Yeah, I think it's the thing with Friends. Like, if you're talking about yeah. Friends, like, oh, you like Friends? Yeah, everyone likes Friends. It's 2003. What are you talking about? But Or, like, Life on a Stick. Yeah, yeah. In 2003. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so meanwhile, Haley and Jimmy are, like, oddly cute. Where you're like, pathetic people band together. So Yeah, sweet. yeah. And then kissing happens. And Jimmy has like, J- Jimmy can, s- Jimmy's mind separates from his body. <laughs> yes. And, and, he's he, like- and he sees how all the ways this can go wrong. And is like, no, I gotta go. I'm kissing baby Haley. Oh, no. <laughs> he's, he's like, everything about this is gonna be terrible. My, my ex-wife's new... <laughs> Boyfriend Boyfriend's is her youngest dad. daughter. Okay, so timeline-wise, we know that Haley was eight when Jimmy went to university. Yes. So Jimmy was 18. Yes. And we know that Kristen and Sandy got together when they were, like, 22-ish. Yeah. And they, I assume, had Seth, like, several years later. Yeah. So let's say Kristen is 25 when they have Seth. All right. So, um... If Haley was 18, sorry, 8, when Kirsten was 18, yeah. then when Haley is 25, sorry, when Kirsten is 25, Haley is 15, yeah. and Seth is now 16, yeah. so 25 plus 16 is 40... Haley's about 30. Okay. Yeah, I'd say she's so, like, about 30. There is nothing wrong with like a 42-year-old... No, no, like no. Like a 32-year-old. No, no I, the age difference is not a problem. That's, I don't think that enters in, like, in Jimmy's mind. I, think, I just had to math that because I was oh. like, wait a second. How old is she? <laughs> also, 32-ish yeah. is too old to be acting like this. 32-ish is older than I, think, I am. I think that's the entire point, Erin. She is way too old, though. If she, she was like 26, I'd be like, okay. She's got too many, yeah. she got too many things yeah. going on. But she is way too old, you guys. Uh, we move into a montage as Rooney plays. The concert! This now, is the party of the episode. Now, so, like, Ryan's standing with Marissa, then Bolivar comes. Bolivar's like, I, like, I'm sitting behind. He's sitting with the people in front of him. I'm like, there's no seats. This concert is lame. Like, like, just like, go the somewhere. the setting is lame. Yeah, like, go somewhere else. Like, yeah. I, this is, this is. Nothing is assigned. <laughs> so, they go somewhere else. Yeah. And then Ryan's Ryan's, Ryan's no longer standing with them. And Ryan wants to talk to Marissa. Though, Bolivar, as soon as Ryan, like, Bolivar is standing next to Marissa and they're both watching, like, yeah, I like this. Then Ryan walks up, Bolivar sees him, and then goes, Marissa, this is great, isn't it? And I'm like, (laughs) Bolivar, you see Ryan is there. You know something's going to happen. This is the, this is the, this is the most, like, out front antagonism you've been to Ryan and it's like throwing shade at him by ignoring him 
I'm not doing it well. I don't know. So Ryan and Marissa have a conversation full of lock- lots of awkward head scratches. I don't know, Aaron. Where Marissa is like, Ryan, if you want to leave. And Ryan's like, I don't want to leave. I just think this is a weird night. Aaron, I, I know we need to talk about this very this very important moment, but we cannot, we cannot skip over how much Luke, Luke sh- loves Rooney. Luke shouting at Seth. He's singing along to this. This is so good. And he's, he's singing along to the song. And Zeth tries to set up the, um, uh, hey, who sings this song? How about you let them sing a thing? Except for Luke is way too passionate for Seth to get the punchline out. It's like, who sings the song? And Ryan and Luke's like, like, Rooney! Yeah! And Seth's like, uh, uh, oh, all right, fine. It's so good. <laughs> I don't care. I love everything about Luke. This is a lame concert and a lame, like, very, very small bar that was also used to film, like, pro serve videos. You have fun, Luke. You do it. Rooney wants this. I'm sorry, we had to talk about that. But yes, Ryan and Marissa have a talk where essentially Marissa's like, hey, if you don't want to be here, you should go. And Rod's like, all right. Okay, I don't want to be here. Later. I am here for you. Yeah. And he heads out. Out of there. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Seth and Anna and Summer have like a vaguely loser conversation. Yeah, and then like Anna needs to go... Yeah, yeah. But that's not really important. Yeah. It's just prolongation of that storyline. Meanwhile, Bolivar is getting arrested outside. How quick things went downhill fast for Bolivar. We looked away from him for three seconds being arrested for coke. Yeah, so Bolivar, as we saw earlier, could not get his normal coke dealer. So Yeah, so he bought it from a cop. From an undercover cop. So apparently he just (laughs) walked around in front of like, hey. Coke? Do you have Coke? Coke? Hey, guys. I'm Bolivar Trask. Hey. Hey. Who has the Coke? They're even even cocaine. I am not looking for the pop Coke. I'm looking to intake the drug and stimulant cocaine. I will, like, trade you guys, like, a sentinel (laughs) for some cocaine. You. You. Cocaine? I'm a cop. But do you have cocaine? (laughs) I wasn't asking you for, co- for Coke. I was just asking you if you had it. I didn't want to buy it from you. I was just wondering if you had... I'm a cop. I'm just curious who has the cocaine. Yeah, so Bolivar gets arrested. <laughs> and Ryan decides that, the, that his only option is to go, go with, with him. Go with him. Because he's the OC. R- Ryan... Ryan sees justice being done, but he's like, why aren't I happy about this? Why am I not a part of this? <laughs> I'll go with them. Maybe that will soothe my soul. <laughs> Maybe if I see him actually getting arrested or actually getting booked, then then I'll feel happy. Yeah, that's what will make me happy, but it doesn't make him happy. It does happy. not make him happy. Yeah. So Sandy is there. Yeah, Ryan calls Sandy. And Sandy, because he's the best lawyer ever, is like, no, guys. He didn't want to buy the cocaine. He just wanted to know who had the cocaine. He does something to get him off. I don't know. And then he's like, Ryan, you know this guy? And Ryan's like, no. Marissa, I don't know. (laughs) We're just, I don't know. And and he's like, I can't adopt another kid. And Ryan's like, please don't. (laughs) I do not no, like him. Not Bolivar. Because then he's like, his parents aren't even, like, there. And what right, what so kind of parents do that? Bad parents. They're bad parents. Leave him alone. He'll go to Whistler. 
Big Bear. So uh, uh, Seth and Anna finally get their stuff together. They have a really bad, bad conversation. Not even Anna could tell Summer. They're just like, hey, Summer. We're like... Well, they're so they are in the bathroom. They sing Golden Girls together, and then talk about which which of the girls they are. And then Anna looks at Summer in the eyes, and goes like, "I can't do this," and I guess and then leaves. Like Rose, or no, Blanche would never do that to Rose. No, this is later. That's later, Aaron. Oh, is it? No, oh this. My God. I mean, this is. Oh yeah. Yeah, this, we'll no, just, we'll, but during this scene where they try to tell Summer, that's not when. Summer's like, Blanche would never do that they sort, they sort of, like, fuse in together. Because they they, cause they, oh, okay. they start talking in the bar. Then they move to the back room. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then then um, then um yeah then they, they do. They're right. You know, you're right. They do explain here, like, no, like, oh, you picked no, her. Like, just, no, not like really. Each other. <laughs> she just, like, came to me. And then Summer's like, I thought we had a deal. Like, we, we, were, to, we were together on a. On a New Year's Eve. And then it's Alan, by the way. It is Alan. It is Alan. It's not Alec. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, well, I mean, it's just I had a plan. Bad. I got I got you with Alan so I could sneak off and like, that's a I plan. Going. And I did a scheme. That was a scheme. And Summer's chill about it. Too chill. Way too she, chill. She has already blacked out, I imagine. Like, the like, rage blackout has begun. It will last for like four more episodes. Because <laughs> they're like, I, I was like, I still wanted to do this. I still wanted to hang out. And, and Summer's so response like, was like, Well, what do you think we're? What, what are we doing right now? And like her eyes, her pupils just like disappear. Her irises disappear. It's all one. <laughs> so that's what Summer's got going on. It's going to end with murder. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then we learn from Bolivar that he's really lonely and Marissa helped keep him from being lonely. Okay, this adds more confusion to the fact of what's real and what's not. He mentions Natalie in this talk and it feels really... So either Natalie is real and it's insane or or Bolivar's more insidious than I even thought. Or Natalie was once real <laughs> and then he wiped her out from existence using his reality bending powers i was going to suggest that they broke up before she went to school but yes that <laughs> seems most likely most like yes most likely that's what's happening but, like just shut up oliver no one cares you think marissa's pretty <laughs> shut the front door i don't know my, my best thing is <laughs> is that rod's like well no you do have friends you have like, Marissa is your friend, and Seth likes you. And you share music with Seth, and Luke seems to like everyone now. <laughs> Luke, no Luke's point, gone through some changes. And at no point is Ryan like, and I like you. Well, he's very much up front that he does not. <laughs> the OC, he will not lie. <laughs> nah, Bolivar, I hate you, actually. But I think like you're a slime ball, but Marissa likes you. Other people, they'll like you. <laughs> And that's the that's the tone it ends on. Yeah, that is the end of that storyline. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is what I was talking about. Sandy wants a late night bagel. Yes, and Haley is teleports in from somewhere. She wants to eat that bagel. That bagel specifically, the salt bagel. Yeah, which is the one that he is cooking for himself. He's already taken it out. <laughs> it's going to he have has, it. like sliced it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's like. I wish I could have the bagel. And he's like, you're a guest. <laughs> you already ate all of the other ones and also some of the second favorite ones. 
But he be he, a better guest. Be nicer to your sister. Yeah, essentially, he gives her. I mean, he gives her the talks he gives Ryan to a full grown adult. Yeah, it's like a half trait where he's like, "Let me give you some advice. You can have half of this bagel if you're a better person." <laughs> All right, child in an adult's body, how would you figure your stuff out? Here's some bagel. Meanwhile, outside, Marissa comes in for some kissing. Yeah, yep. Then everyone else comes in. Yep. Not for kissing, though. No, all the kids want to hang out. Also, Luke's there. <laughs> also, Luke's there and has <laughs> gone down. He just wants to shout. <laughs> Luke is so chill with Ryan and Marissa dating. I know. He literally walks in and Marissa's lying on top of Ryan and he's just like, Hey, that band was great, right? I like Rooney. I like Rooney. So, the point of this scene <laughs> is that Ryan doesn't tell Marissa about Bolivar. Yeah. And, like, everyone's there. Even Sandy is there hanging out with the no, kids. Oh, no, wait, no. Bolivar. Oh, Summer is there. That's what I meant. Sorry. We, we missed. That's we, right. We, Bolivar is weirdly creeping outside of this no, kid no, hangout. No, Aaron, Aaron. We can please go over the fact that what happened, how the scene, that scene at the mm. police station actually ended was that Ryan was calling Marissa and Bolivar said, you're going to tell her. And he says, no. He goes, Sandy on Bolivar. He says, Bolivar, no. Right. You're going to tell her. And then Bolivar tells her. That's why she's so upset. But is Bolivar still there in the house? No. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. He's, not he's in, watching. He's not in the house, though. He's near the house. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. This episode ends with Bolivar stalking them. Yes. He stands outside and stares as they have fun playing Di- playing <laughs> Dynasty Warrior. That's play, the only game they play. Playing two-player. I mean, earlier it was a sports game, but they're playing. They, they went back to playing two-player Dynasty Warriors on one screen. Though I am more than willing to believe that they actually gave Luke a controller and Seth was like, no, I'm playing with you. And then Luke was just playing and Seth was sitting there. I bet <laughs> even before when they were playing a sport game well the, that was luke playing dynasty warrior by himself well the, the, you see the screen oh do you i wasn't paying attention you see the screen and also seth doesn't play with him that is just luke playing by himself they bought the rights to two games yeah some sort of football game and dynasty warriors four great So, Kevin. You're sorry with me this time? Yeah, I'm going to flip the tables on you. Tell me what, what the, you want me to say with the, uh, with the, oh, see, the oh, wow. Oh, God. Hey. It's, it's so weird, Aaron. I can't, it, 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 me first. It has to be me first. It has to be you first. Okay, well, then you got to do the bit. You got to do the, because I can't do it. My mouth is not working because we're switching the entire thing up. Hey, Kevin. Have you found yourself a CW moment? Hey, audience, for those of you who are new to our show, a CW moment is a moment where logic is not existent. Drama has overridden that logic or storytelling. And you see what happens when you switch these things up? We all get all fooled and crazy. I almost covered it. It was really good. I almost did it. All right. Almost. My, uh, My CW moment is... It has to go to when they first arrive at the bar and they have that like weird dramatic scene mm. where like they can't get in, but turns out there's actually nothing wrong. Like Bolivar didn't lie, he didn't nope. trick, he didn't do any of that. It what? was just a miscommunication. It was just a, yeah, but they but they play it up like 
No, it's going straight to voicemail. And then they just walk around the building for some reason yeah, and they like, just find Bolivar. Why did they go to the back? Why wasn't he calling them? What? Yeah. Like, what? Reasonably, if you're like, we can't get in, let's walk to our car, which is back where we came from. Yeah, I don't. I almost thought they missed the show. Yes. And, and, and Bob was like, oh, you didn't get to see it? Oh, man, that's terrible. I thought I told you guys to come to the back. That's fine. I have this other thing going on. But, it, like, like somehow I still thought that Bolivar was tricking them. And he never was. He legitimately got them into the show. Yeah. With, like, special backstage passes. Yeah. So it's so weird because the show constantly makes you think Bolivar is lying. But I don't know what he's lying about. <laughs> but it's something. <laughs> Well, Kevin, my CW moment also had to do with Bolivar. And it was when Ryan was like, no, Bolivar, you'll tell Marissa what you did. And the camera cut away. And so we still don't really know the details of what Bolivar said. We have to believe it's vague. But I can guarantee you, having watched this show... He will be back next episode. I mean, clearly, and he'll just be like my emotions. <laughs> he'll be he'll be standing outside. Like like they they didn't set it up as that he's the like to them no. he's the villain. But he'll be like my emotions they're hard to contain. I just want you, Marissa, and she'll be like, what? Yeah, I get it. And All he, right. He's I I don't think that's come to light that he has any sort of feelings for Marissa. You don't? No, it's just the cocaine. I think he has feelings for Marissa. No, no, no. Aaron, I 100% agree with you. I don't think that they've come to... No, I think he'll just be like, Marissa, I just think you and your friends are so cool, and I just want to hang out with you. I just want to be friends with the social coordinator. I I thought that you thought that when he phoned her, he told her that he had feelings for her, which would have been amazing if Ryan was like, no, you got to tell her that you got arrested for cocaine. He's like... Marissa, I love you. And Ryan's like, what? Why? I just, it's like when Jimmy Cooper told, <laughs> told Sandy. Sandy that he kissed Kirsten. It's like, I understand why you're mad at me. Look, look, I gotta tell you something. I kissed Kirsten. Why are you telling me this? No, I, 100% uh, Oliver was just like, I slipped up tonight. And then in the future, he'll be like, Marissa, I just, you and your friends are so cool. And I just... I want to seem really cool to you guys, and I want to impress you, and I don't go to your fancy harbor schools. I mean, so. I mean clearly that's what he's going to do. It was just dumb. Yeah. No, he, he's... But I... I, I we didn't she, need that development. We could have just had Ryan being like, no, I won't tell her because I'm a good guy. Um, and... No, I think it makes sense that he made him tell her that he... But we didn't see it. We see the repercussions of it, though. Sort of. I have no belief these repercussions will come to anything. <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think the point is that it's supposed to be that is like you know, oh man, their friendship is broken. But like Marissa now has like things to like like he's he essentially been lying to her about whether or not he's on drugs. But you know, Marissa's a dummy, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. So if you like that, you should uh, you should give us a. A rating, a review, a subscription. You tell all your friends about us. Yeah, just like how I told the server at the Earls today when I was stressed out. Tell your server about this show. <laughs> tell every <laughs> server whoever served you about this like, show. Hey, I listened to a podcast. You can find it on your podcast viewing be, thing. Be, be like, here's a 30% tip. And also, here's another tip for a show that you would let my, like listening to. You watch the OC. You seem young and hip. <laughs> <laughs> Or you could also interact with us on the interwebs. Yes. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on email. You can find us at Podcast MOA, Podcast M-O-A. 
if you want to email us, it's podcastmoa at gmail.com. Yep, but that works all across there. We're really good. We can, like, self-identify and we can have a brand. Yeah. Now, if you've been listening to the last few episodes of the show, you'd know that uh, uh, Aaron's working up towards something. So I think now would be a good time. Aaron, do you want to give yeah. your, quick, your quick pitch for your show? Aaron has been writing a show slash producing a show slash doing things for a show for the past year that opens on Thursday. And Aaron is very <laughs> stressed out. Yes. So if you're listening to this in the far future... That Thursday is in 2017. But right now... Look look, look at the day that this episode was released. It's that Thursday. Exactly. But for those of you who are listening to this now, my show that I have written, produced, assistant directed, like done many things for, it's called Porcelain Dolls. It is a labor of love that takes place in a woman's washroom at a bar. You can find all the details. You can hit us up at HHTT, not HH, HTTP. That's not necessary. They don't have to type that in, Aaron. All right. You can just type in www.fullcircletheater.ca. I don't even think you have to t- t- type in www anymore. Fullcircletheater.ca. I don't think you ever had to do that. But the theater, the theater is the Canadian version with the ER, not, sorry, the R-E, not the E-R. Oh, yeah. dear. Fullcircle Theater. R-E. Yeah. Our show opens also, on... Also, .ca. .ca, not .com. That'll Canada. take you to a different website because we're Canadian. <laughs> Come see the show. Theater.ca. Come see us Thursday, August 24th, 25th, 26th, or August 31st, September 1st, September 2nd. Just go to our website. Good. Get the details. Good. Good plug. Thanks. That was not good. Will Haley get her act together? How will Marissa respond to the truth about Bolivar? Look, please just just give us more Luke. We Luke, really love Luke. Luke is just he's he's just so he's so pure now. And like, his heart is so open. It's like and he's been wide. Cl- he's been cleansed somehow. We it's, just we need more Luke. The world needs more Luke. Uh, well, this Luke. This Luke. The, this Luke. The current. Luke. The current Luke. So for answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? Mm-hmm.